podcast that digs into the unusual, unorthodox, and downright unsettling beliefs found at the depths of the internet and the heights of paranoia. I'm your host, Dylan, and with me is the melancholy and melodious Brent. <laughs> Ooh, I like those. Melancholy. Do you say melancholy? Melancholy and melodious. You get That's both. That's good. Thank you. You have to sing <laughs> to cure your heart of its sadness. I see. That makes sense. It does. It really does. Anywho, what's the holiday today? That's what really matters. So we do have a big holiday today. Finally, we're getting our due. It is International Men's Day. Finally. Ugh, about time. No one has talked about men for years. No. It's time. Struggles. Our issues come to the fore. Yes. And I'm, you know, I'm for one grateful. Yeah, me too. People are finally talking about me. So today, no more no more Russia investigation, so that's good. Thank God. Uh, I don't really even think we have an update on that. No real update as of yet. People are biting their nails for indictments or whatever. And, you know, I just say, take your time, Mueller. I'm fine with that. Do what you got to do. Do a thorough job. We'll be waiting for you. Yes, exactly. So today we're doing something very different. Today is our first episode in our series on breatharians. Those brave men and women who say no to food, water, and even sleep and live only on pranic light and cosmic dust with the occasional Diet Coke and fruit juice thrown in. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. In this episode, we'll be focusing on the father of modern breatharianism, Wiley Brooks, who is truly a beautiful character, and everyone needs to know as much as they can about this man and follow his teachings. He knows what's going on. So, Brent, where did Wiley Brooks come from? Well, his full name is Wy Wiley Cecil Brooks. Good middle name. Good, good, always good. So, he was born on March 23rd, 1936 in Memphis, Tennessee. Interesting. Good start. Yep, always good. So, for those who pay attention to astrology, this makes Brooks an Aries, which, quote, explains how, as a, young, as a small boy, living in a small community of Memphis, he could feel a strong sense of universal freedom and a strong desire to go beyond all levels of influence to understand the universal question, why am I here on this earth? I'm, I'm so glad someone's asking these important questions. Yeah. And my mom was actually born the next day, not the same year, but uh, she was born on March 24th. So I... Oh, nice. You know, I've been meaning, I've got to ask her about this sense of universal freedom <laughs> she could also feel as a child, I imagine, her also being an Aries. Right, exactly. So he was one of nine children... So, small family. Really into, quote, pop and potato chips. And just to a little bit of foreshadowing, this is a sign of the diet, the real diet to come. <laughs> so, he graduated high school in 1954 with an interest in electronics and books. You know, his mind must have been blown when Amazon dropped the Kindle, two of his favorite things in one. He could use the electronics to read books totally about crazy. electronics. Yes. Oh, geez. He could have went real deep. Whoa. <laughs> so also around this time, he hung out at hospitals, as one does, um, quote, only to witness what the effect of diseases and an unhealthy state of mind could have upon people. I just imagine him drinking a soda, <laughs> eating chips, and just watching people die like it's a movie. I think you meant to say pop, but yeah, that's... Oh, yeah. Yep, you're totally right. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> Drinking a pop, eating right. potato chips, just, just watching watch folks <laughs> die in hospice. It's crazy. So he joined the Air Force out of high school, and this is where the breatharian journey really takes hold. But don't hold your breath, am I right? <laughs> I mean, you get it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you made that joke. We're probably going to make at least one more joke in yeah. that vein. Yes, I'm hoping so. I should also mention all this information is coming from his first book, Breatharianism, Breathe and Live, Live Forever. This is where we get, we're getting all of this information. And before then, he noticed his family and his friends eating junk food and having illnesses and them aging. He's obsessed yes. with aging, which makes sense given some of the problems he's had in that department. Right. And he's yeah. obsessed with thinning hair. But before then, at least the book makes it sound like he didn't really, he wasn't really into nutrition or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But that starts to change slowly but surely once he's in the Air Force. He noticed everyone was eating the same foods he was, yet still aging and becoming physically and mentally ill. Because the Air Force, they regulate all your food. Yes. So everyone's eating the same meal, the same slop bucket. He also concluded that eating animals was cruel and that there must be a different way to eat. So, all right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's nice. That was definitely, you know, that was, that was a perfectly sensible conclusion to come to, I think. Yes, me too. So, he starts off slow with a fruit-based diet and temporarily fasts 
when he's 28 years old in 1964. Um, so he started to realize that as he got healthier, he needed to uh, needed less to eat. And so this is the, as far as I could tell, the train of thought is, all right, I'm getting healthier, so I eat less. Right. That means eating more is unhealthy, therefore eating nothing at all. Yeah. That's perfect health oh, right there. Yeah, it's perfect sense to me. Infallible logic. <laughs> so, but he had concerns about stopping eating altogether, though. So yeah, it's, he was, you know, he was concerned. Yeah. And it's about, he was hesitant, certainly. Right. And it's about this time in his life, he takes a real left turn and decides to eat only human beings. I'm just kidding. I'm just whoa, kidding. Too far. Whoa, <laughs> that did not happen. That ooh, is what I call uh, a joke. Yeah, no. That's, we don't want to be. Yes. <laughs> keep doing this that. This is not a podcast for slander. <laughs> all right. He did not, as far as not I know, become a cannibal. Wiley Brooks has never eaten right. a human being. That's right. So, in his words, quote, the next objection to overcome was if he stopped eating, would he starve to death? It did not take long to realize that this was a very valid concern. And I got to say, I agree entirely. Yeah. I think he's being very sensible. I have to admit, honestly, I'm lost. Um, I mean, I haven't had dinner yet to sharpen my brain, but that's, uh, no, you know. You haven't been paying attention at all. <laughs> I haven't. Your brain isn't sharp because you just ate. <laughs> had you not eaten dinner, you would be getting that's this true. easy. That's true. He may or may not have been a recording engineer. There is a Wiley Brooks from California who owned a recording studio and was president of Cosmic Man Corporation. Wonderful wow, name. That is a good name, actually. This Wiley Brooks worked with a lot of big shots like Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. So while the evidence suggests Brooks was some kind of electronics engineer, we can't confirm if this is the same Brooks. So, so this yeah, is something that's, that's going to come up. Wiley Brooks is no Jim Jones. He's not a big name, yeah. really. There's no definitive book written about him. There are articles, sporadic articles throughout his life. And a lot of articles written about the Wiley Brooks we're talking about mention this fact. They mention that he was a recording engineer. He worked with Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. And there's evidence that there was a person named Wiley Brooks who did work with Jimi Hendrix and Led Zeppelin. And we also have some evidence from the book that he was involved in electronics. And that's the kind of work he did. But are they the same person? I have no idea. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so there is also evidence so that he that by the 1980s, he was a salesman. So again, this is this is what we're working yeah. with. Very little information. So speaking of him being a salesman and 1980, this is really when this is Wiley Brooks's moment in the sun. Yeah. So again, based on all the available evidence, again, there's not a lot of it. Brooks began really teaching officially around 1980. This is when he starts the Breatharian Institute of America. This is when he starts charging for lectures and day-long seminars and all this kind of stuff like this. But he didn't start immediately with the Breatharian thing. As we mentioned before, he started being really into a fruit-based diet and fasting. And this was tied to his apparently remarkable ability to lift weights despite being super skinny. This is also something every news article about Wiley Brooks mentioned. He is a mega skinny dude. He first proved the efficacy of his, at the time, kind of fruitarian approach by lifting over 1,100 pounds on the show That's Incredible on ABC. Again, this is 1980, give or take. And I wish there was a copy of this video somewhere on the internet. I couldn't find it. Oh, I hope a listener has access yeah. to this. I would love to watch it. And this is also the subject of the first piece of print news on Brooks, an LA Times profile from May 8, 1980. So in the article, they mentioned how despite only weighing 135 pounds, Brooks claimed he could lift 965 pounds. He did try to break his record and go to 1,000, but the bar snapped, mm. making the other weightlifters very unhappy. Oh, God. Well, bars aren't cheap. Yeah, imagine going to the gym and trying that out. You're going to get your membership revoked. <laughs> They're not going to take too kindly no. to that kind of thing. So at this time, as we mentioned, Brooks was still, he wasn't on the breatharian train just yet. He was eating fruit and he had a fruit-based diet. Uh, is that like a Fruity Pebbles only diet? Oh, no, 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 okay. no, no. Okay. Just the real deal. Okay. Kind of makes sense, though, given his later dietary <laughs> suggestions yeah, that he would go with the all Fruity Pebbles <laughs> diet, but he wasn't there yet. Okay. He didn't know the truth about Earth Prime and the five-dimensional right. natural state of human beings. We'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. He did, however, mention that fasting did make him stronger and that after eating, say, an omelet, mm -hmm. he would not be able to lift any kind of weights. And he was also eating bread, cheese and meat as research for a book. I'm going to say, quote unquote, research there. I think that's a bit of a I think that's a bit of a gimmick, to be perfectly honest. 
That's weird. I mean, did, what happened for like the uh, not eating animals? And then it's like, and now bread, cheese, meat. It's like, whoa. Yeah, I don't. This <laughs> is real. So his story is going to change as we can imagine. And the the first book that we were quoting from where he talks about coming to the conclusion that we shouldn't eat meat. That book was written after this point. Oh, okay. So that book came out 1983, give or take. And then this is this article is from 1980. So he's kind of retconning his own life. Right. Okay. So after this article and after being on That's Incredible, he really starts hitting the television circuit. So in the early 80s, you know, 81, 82, 83, he's on The Tomorrow Show with Tom Snyder and Late Night with David Letterman. <laughs> and you can you can see his interview on The Tomorrow Show, which is on YouTube, but I could not find the Late Night episode. I believe it was November 10th, 1982, maybe. And I just could not find that episode of Late Night on YouTube. Again, if anybody has a copy, I would love to watch it. Yeah, me too. I've never heard of The Tomorrow Show. Had you heard it before that, reading that? I knew about Tom Snyder, but I didn't know his show was called The Tomorrow Show. Yeah, I had to look it up. I mean, I've heard of The Today Show, which ironically survived till today. Well, the tomorrow tomorrow show ended in 1982. So, well, see, the problem with the tomorrow show is that it's only on tomorrow. Right. That is the problem. So, yeah, it's bad it's for n- ratings. <laughs> ratings. The Nielsen numbers are a very today <laughs> metric. True. So, you know, what are you going to do? They didn't have Patreon. That's back then. true. So as we mentioned before, he started the Breatharian Institute in California around this time, and let's get into some of the numbers here. So, what was he charging? So, for an hour long lecture charge 10 bucks that's not bad which inflation check 19 early 80s this is about 25 dollars it's fairly could be worse we've seen worse scams the numbers will ramp up i just want to prepare our listeners for that they oh they're getting higher right but he starts low so ten dollars for an hour-long lecture a hundred dollars for a day-long seminar and then three to five hundred dollars for five-day quote-unquote intensives he called them And Wiley Brooks actually originally didn't charge anybody, but he found out, you know, apparently a few years prior to these seminars, he just tried to dispense his knowledge for free. You know, he discovered the truth that we could just breathe in all the nutrition we needed and we didn't need to eat any solid food. But Brooks said, people really don't want something for nothing. So I started charging for the seminars and the whole thing took off. Oh, jeez. I would like to compare these numbers actually to the um, exorcism seminars that we were speaking about in past episodes. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I would, I, if you're wanting to shop around for seminars, kind of compare yeah, prices. Yeah, I, I can imagine the seminar industry at this time <laughs> must have been going gangbusters. All sorts of <laughs> so people big. really wanted to live forever yeah. and to be mega skinny. Yep. Not that that's changed very much, but I feel... It was especially important in that time. Yeah. I'll say it that way. Yes. Now, what about these intensives? What's going on here? During these intensive, Brooks recommended what he called the yellow diet to, quote, clean the blood. Mm. He was very clear he didn't want people to jump in to a pure breatharian way of life. He compares it to an alcoholic. Mm. Someone who's an extreme alcoholic, if they just quit drinking cold turkey, they could die. It could yeah, kill them. Right. And that's the same with us. If we just stop eating without going to the seminars, without getting the knowledge about how to do it, without easing ourselves off of food, weaning ourselves, mm-hmm. we could die. Yep. Which, as we've already said, he was very worried about that. He was concerned about the possibility of starving to death. So, again, very responsible. Yep. So, instead, he recommended this yellow diet. This is what the yellow diet included. Grapefruit, papaya, corn products, eggs, chicken, fish, goat's milk, millet, Salsa picante or Mexican hot sauce. (laughs) And that's a quote because people didn't know what salsa was in the 80s. It literally says salsa picante and then in parentheses, Mexican hot sauce. Wow. It was a different time back when we didn't have open borders. He also recommended certain flavors of Haagen-Dazs ice cream, including rum raisin. Oh, nice. Now, you might be wondering why this is called the yellow diet. Not all of these foods are yellow as far as I know. Chicken, definitely not. So he called it the yellow diet because, quote... Their vibrational quality is yellow. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Yeah. yeah. Now it's okay, clear as day. I, I understand. I always forget the vibrational quality right. when I'm discussing my diet. <laughs> I'm glad we got Wiley here to set us straight. <laughs> you probably did it without setting up a crystal grid first. So that's oh, his biggest problem. But. Well, see, he does talk a little bit about the crystal grid later, mm. um, or at least an energy grid, but oh, we're, right. <laughs> we're getting way, way ahead, ahead of ourselves here. Before things start going wrong for Wiley's shtick, he did have a bit of an interesting incident. And this is something I've never, in all the articles I've read, you know, looking back, articles written 
you know, in the past 10 years or so, mm. kind of writing back about Wiley Brooks. None of them mention this. I just happened to find this you know, digging through newspaper archives. He took a little trip to Boulder, Boulder, Colorado in 1981, but it didn't end so well. So why did he go to Boulder? He's in California. He's got the Breatharian Institute going. People are paying for his lectures. It turns out, though, he got a message from God. Mm. God told him, look, nuclear war is coming. May 14th, 1981. You have to go to Boulder to flee. Okay. Yeah, and he got out just in time. That's just in time. Yeah. I'm glad he got that message then. <laughs> Along with Brooks came Gary Cavanici and two others who were members of the Breatharian Institute. Hmm. And they were staying at a hotel, but Brooks told them to come to this house. <laughs> it's just this random suburban house. <laughs> According to Cavanici, quote, it was empty and the doors were wide open. He said, I'm instructed to let you know this is my house. <laughs> and he told us all this information comes from God. Wow. See, the problem, though, is, unfortunately, the caretaker didn't get the message from God, so she just called the police as soon as she found them in the home. What the hell? Brooks was charged with felony first-degree trespassing and spent the night in jail instead of paying the $1,500 bail. And a preliminary hearing was scheduled a few weeks later on June 8th. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened. I couldn't find, again, very sparse evidence we're working with. I wish I could find there's no mugshot. I couldn't find any of that uh, stuff. Housegate. We'll never know. Housegate. I, it's terrible. <laughs> and this is just, this is, unfortunately, this is kind of a sign of things to come. Yeah. And then the clouds darken. Ooh, I was going with a light metaphor. <laughs> yes. Get it? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, terrible. So sometime in March 1983, Brooks broke the cardinal rule of breatharianism by, you guessed it, eating. So while on a visit to Vancouver, Brooks was seen leaving a 7-Eleven with a bag of groceries. Oh, I mean, is that stuff really food anyway? <laughs> I don't know if that even counts. Forget the 21-day diet. This is the 7-Eleven diet. So. Also, you know, who does food shopping at 7-Eleven? Yeah, really? <laughs> I actually, I think this is proof that this was just a recent falter on his part. You know, he clearly doesn't know how grocery shopping works. He's just, oh, I need food. The addiction to food is coming back, and he just finds the first thing he sees on the corner. You know, so I would actually be willing to let this one go. We all make mistakes. Right. It's also, I should mention that it's unclear what he ate at 7-Eleven. I'm going to go corn nuts. There's, probably they're yellow. Um, I wonder if corn nuts existed back uh, maybe then. Maybe not, actually. Ooh. There's reports that it was Twinkies. There's reports that it was hot dogs. Who knows? Yeah. So the next morning, there were room service trays outside of his hotel room, and inside the trash was empty containers of chicken pot pie, chili, and biscuits. Who is looking <laughs> through this man's trash? Garbage detectives. I don't know. Garbage detectives. <laughs> Leave this poor man alone. <laughs> it's literally... The FBI. I don't know. Uh, okay. I get that he's promoting not eating, but at the same time... <laughs> We probably shouldn't barge into a man's hotel room. I think a man deserves any, excuse me, anybody deserves. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still thinking yeah. of International Man's yes. Day, but really everyone deserves <laughs> privacy in their hotel room. Yeah. Especially when the crime is eating. Right. So even Kendra Wagner, a regional Breatharian coordinator, saw him drinking a Coke. Not a Diet Coke yet. Yeah. That's he hasn't figured point. out. Yeah. Again, we're going to learn that truth later on. Yep. Just a regular old Coke. Regular old Coke. So when when she asked him about it, he said he had to drink it. Quote, that's how dirty the air is here. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, this to me is like advertising goal because Coca-Cola should be here for this. Um, yeah. I can envision it like the commercial narrators like, why drink Coca-Cola on a day like today? And you can cut to Brooks taking a big swig of a big sweaty glass of ice cold Coke then looking directly at the camera and saying, that's how dirty the air is here. <laughs> Of course, cut to an aerial shot of a massive cemetery and a can of Pepsi on each headstone. But, you know. <laughs> and, <it's> like, <laughs> and just like a coal yeah. mine in the background and just all the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> just people dying drinking Pepsis. But then Brooks with this can of Coke survives to live another day. So eventually the coordinators confronted him with the rumors and he denied the whole thing. What a yellow belly, right? I know, well, maybe you man. wait. Actually, maybe it was mellow yellow, and that's okay to have. I don't know. That should have been part of yeah, the yellow diet. That definitely has a yellow vibration. Right. So he was also con uh, confronted after a lecture in San Francisco. He again denied the rumors, but also said that even if he did, that doesn't make breath breatharianism false. That's the tell. That's, that's it. That's the yeah. tell. Whenever. That's 
even if I was a big old fat fibber, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whenever people try to leave that escape hatch in, that's how you know yeah. they're lying. So the real story broke when Lavelle Leffler, former manager of the Breatharian Institute, accused him of eating. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, I know this is bad because it's hypocritical and because he's promoting something for money. But at the same time, it's also out of context. Very funny. <laughs> Can you believe know, he was just, eating? He just came across as like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Terry eat. So she charged him with, quote, sneaking junk food into his room after everyone is asleep. Terrible. Don't malign 7-Eleven's food. Um, I have taught yoga for 15 years and I have been to India where people survive without eating. So I know the breatharian concept is true. <laughs> so that's a quote. I don't know you, but I don't know about you, Dylan. But I love going to Indian restaurants. There's an Indian buffet here in Vegas, and it's basically just countertops of nothing. It's <laughs> so just nothing there. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love this. It's not that it's insane. <laughs> it's that he's just not the guy. <laughs> well, that's the. That's how you know you can believe uh, Lavelle Leffler because you know she believes in the Breatharian idea. Yeah, she just thinks this guy's a fraud. Right. Exactly. When I first met Wiley, I believed in him so much, I gave him my own phone and office to serve as headquarters for the Institute. I agree with what you're saying. Here's my phone. And yeah, and giving someone your phone at this time wasn't, you know, handing someone <laughs> an iPhone. I know. That's true. It was, I'm giving you access to this piece of furniture in right, my home. Exactly. Here's To use giant. at your discretion. <laughs> it's true. So a month and a half later, she, quote, saw him eat an omelet. Oh, for, uh, I was so shocked. I didn't react. He thought he was safe and started eating around me all the time. What a pig. But, I, mean, I mean, honestly, was it for breakfast? Because I got to admit, I'd be appalled, too, if I saw someone eating an omelet for dinner. Disgusting. Really? Don't, I'm just don't be hating on omelets for dinner. I love an omelet no, I lo- Actually, I grew up eating uh, reverse, bre- like the breakfast for dinner thing. My mom's like, what are we having today? We're having pancakes? Waffles Ooh, for dinner. That's nice. So that's kind of fun. It's a fun little thing. Delicious. Yeah. The truth is, he sneaks into 7 Elevens and fast food places and eats just like the rest of us, except worse because he has to rely on places that are open late into the night. Wiley Brooks tried to sail too close to the sun, and you're going to fall mm-hmm. further than all of us. That's, that's right. the problem. Yeah. That's the risk he took. That's right. And I don't know, eats like the rest of us. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I think we've already established no human that's normal has a 7 Eleven diet. You know, yeah, come on. Let's, yeah. And also, actually, have, has this guy never heard of a Waffle House or a Denny's? Ooh, it's so much House. better than gas station food, personally. I mean, I would say. So upon these revelations, Reffler and 12 of the 15 off officers quit the Breatharian Institute. Man, terrible. Sucks. So Brooks shrugged off these accusations, quote, a broken romance. She is bitter, I'm afraid. You know, this is, I was really disturbed by this. How does he know what bitter tastes like? What a fibber. <laughs> Sweet, sweet taste of bitterness. All right. So 1983, Wiley basically falls off the face of the earth. There are a few articles here and there, and he starts going across the country. He was still doing his thing. Still on this know, The Breatharian yeah. Institute was still around. He was still charging for lectures. He was going to Texas. He was going to Hawaii. But I mean, David Letterman and Tom Snyder weren't coming calling anymore and so it's hard again there's you know scant evidence here but then in 1999 wiley brooks travels to the world wide web hashtag when hashtags were still pound sign not a hashtag in sight twitter was just a dream in the minds of some asshole So the summer of 1999, he starts Breatharian.com, not Breatharianism, not Breatharians, Breatharian.com. Or .org. Which is sadly, no, 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 <laughs> .com. This is a commercial enterprise, <laughs> which we're about to describe right now. And so that summer, he began offering workshops to sell, quote, the keys of life. You always want to start small when you create your own religion, cult, diet, whatever this is. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it goes more, it kind of goes in phases. It starts as a diet, gets more into religion, maybe more into the cult status, but it gets kind of sad because it's kind of just an unsuccessful cult, which is really the worst cult of all. Right. (laughs) And so here is the pitch. We want to present to you kind of undisturbed, unfiltered by our perception. Here is the pitch for the Keys of Life workshops. Was this just another pipe dream to chase just to keep my triple Aries ego busy, I thought? And what does this have to do with having to eat anyway? Well, I finally got a break, and do mean a doozy of a break. 
one so big I dare even think about describing it here. I can only say that the explosion that occurred within me on that mountaintop that day led to the finding and possessing of what Jesus of the Bible called the key of life. The key I had been led to believe that would answer all my haunting questions about the gods. And this, my friends, I could truly say it did beyond my wildest dreams. For years, I have tried to give these keys away for free, but was frightfully unsuccessful. The universal laws that regulate matters of the keys states that the current owner or possessor of this key can make a limited number of duplicate keys, which he or she may disperse in any way they deem appropriate. I'm also saying key that way because it's always in all caps. Since I have been such a failure at giving them away for nothing, I have decided to sell them. I found, after many years of tra- trail and error, that selling things of value to humans, god beings, who eat, worked much better than the giving approach. So beginning this summer of 1999, I'm giving in a series of seminars on the secret use of these keys. I will give the first God Initiation Seminars in the world to be offered to the general public. Those who attend these very special seminars will learn the secrets of the fountain of youth and how to obtain everlasting life and live from now on forever. I guarantee it. (laughs) Only 100 keys will be available at the first seminars. The cost for attending these very special gatherings is $425 US in advance. There will be no refunds unless the seminar is canceled. Pre-registration is necessary. Oh my god. You know there's one poor sap out there that really, really wanted to go to the seminar, but ironically couldn't find his car keys. Okay. Oh, you know, I did it. Oh, he kinda, and I spoke it's keys. a catch-22. Yeah. He needs the keys to get the keys. It's really, it, it's upsetting. It's something. All right, so a couple years later, in 2001, Brooks decides the seminars are so successful, he needs to up the price to $2,000. He's still not giving any refunds, though. <laughs> but also, there's a new addition to the website. He also lets us in on the Breatharian secret. Science has shown that the body is built of cells, which are composed of molecules, which are composed of atoms, which are composed of electrons, which are nothing more than whirling centers of force in the ether. Electrons do not eat. Atoms do not eat. Molecules do not eat. Cells do not eat. And the body is built of and sustained by the cells and not by what man eats. More proof that eating is only a very bad habit appears in the fact that a sick person often begins at once to recover their health when given no food and even shows signs of growing younger. (laughs) This could not be, and it would be dangerous for one to fast if eating were natural and food were needed to sustain the body. Wow, I'm sold. Yeah, I'm sold. I know. I'm not eating right now, in fact, so. Oh, I I haven't eaten in days. (laughs) That's that's false. I'm just currently not eating at this moment is what I meant, but. Keep eating. Yeah. So in 2002, we also get a Q&A. Now, normally that stands for questions and answers, but in Brooks' cases, it's really just question and answer. <laughs> but I have to admit, it's a really good question that you know, I, I'm not saying that I was buying into this stuff, but I, I, this is a really good straightforward question. It's this. Why do we have digestive systems? <laughs> That's a really good question, actually. Yeah, that just kind of gets to the heart of it. All right, man. Question, like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's great. But he has an answer and gets strapped in because this is a good one. (laughs) So first, everything has a digestive system. Oh, jeez. When you turn on a light bulb, that light bulb is literally digesting energy from the power company. Which, I mean, to be perfectly honest, frankly, this means I should be able to pay my electric bill with my EBT card. You know, the new legislature better get on that in Michigan. Now, our digestive system was supposed to do the same thing as the light bulb, digesting spiritual energy instead of stupid solid energy. (laughs) There was even a sick energy grid that kept all this energy flowing. (laughs) So back then, quote, our bodies literally convert spirituality into physicality. Wow. But really, it's the heart that's the center of the digestive system. That shit eats love. (laughs) Uh, And then eventually love is shit. So it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's got to, you know, what comes in? Must go out. You can't explain that. But then, unfortunately, this energy grid started going bad. We kept burning fuel and testing nukes and whatnot. (laughs) So we couldn't get enough of that sweet, sweet spiritual juice to keep us going. So what did we do? We had to resort to eating animals like a bunch of idiots. (laughs) But we have good news. The energy grid is almost done being refurbished. About time. About time to, uh, you know, our taxes are being paid for something here. Yeah. Let's do it. They got to go. We just got that tax cut though so i don't know if this is going to affect the energy grid i don't know how the appropriations bill is going to handle that (laughs) so quote the good news is that over the last few years this energy matrix or grid has been in the process of being repaired the completion date is set for december 2002 i've had noticed a great increase in this love breatharian frequency energy in the last few months okay hmm 
So <laughs> again, you know, tax cuts happen sometimes. Sometimes, you know, we have to rebudget. We have to think about the deficit. We have to think about, you know, so 2002, we were, you know, ramping up for a big war in the Middle East. You know, we got to cut that's something. Yeah. We had to cut the energy yeah, grid, I think. I think. What happened, yeah. All right. Now, there's one thing that's really been missing, I think, from Brooks's catalog. It's products. <laughs> it's stuff to buy. <laughs> sure, there's seminars. Sure, there's lectures. But we're a commercial people. We want yeah. stuff. And in 2003, we get it. Breatharian water, yes. which I can only imagine we better be breathing the water in because <laughs> otherwise it doesn't really make <laughs> a whole lot of sense. Metal Deatharian shit right there. Yeah. Oh, Deatharian. That is another really good yeah, band name, by I the like way. It. Also, I imagine the Kabbalah water people are going to be pissed. <laughs> totally. Yeah, they're like, what the hell? There's like the quantum water and then there's the there's all sorts of people. Water has memory. Water's got a lot of properties that we just don't know about. It is amazing how many products that are literally just water <laughs> are apparently different. So what is the deal with this breatharian water? Well, let's get some information from Brooks himself. Quote, this water is taken from one of the few sources left that have not been disturbed by mankind's pollutants. The purity and integrity of this water has been protected for millions of years by certain rock formations. Okay, which ones, though? Don't leave a geology graduate hanging here. Come on. We're trying to live forever. We can't <laughs> handle all your nerd BS, <laughs> all right? We got to move on. Okay. And the need for specific physic sensitive to detect its location. The quality of this water can only be validated by what you experience with your heart, not by what an analytical mind and a microscope reveals or not reveals in some scientific laboratory. Oh, you know what? And then someone that works in a scientific lab. Now, I'm personally triggered by this. I don't like his tone. Well, I'm triggered by the fact that you work in a scientific lab. And I think we I should always end this say podcast right now. Lab, actually, and I don't just say that. I work in a lab. I say I work in a scientific lab. God damn it. Scientific lab doing your experiments. <laughs> putting asbestos in people's water so they can't live forever now this water comes in 16 ounce bottles and is very potent and can be diluted with other liquids or food sources you can add one ounce of this water to up to one quart of other liquids and still maintain its integrity for a total of four gallons of liquids i gotta say what the fuck is this food sources bullshit you know, first you asked me to drink some filthy liquid, but now you want me to go right back to solid energy sources? <laughs> what is the deal with that? So wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me in, in these specific proportions, I can mix this special water with my dinner, eat that slimy sludge, and I'm still good? I mean, I mean I'm going to start pouring water all over my dinners if that's the case. Exactly. It's kind of like, it's like that cold brew coffee right. concentrate. You got to mix it in with <laughs> other water. It's, it's like that. It's oh. exactly the same thing. To ensure the integrity of this water, each bottle is filled and sealed by loving people. No other methods are ever used. <laughs> this water can only be obtained from specific handlers. Loving handlers with loving hands. That should have been the slogan. Yeah. Sadly, there is no pricing info available for an inflation check. Uh, I imagine it's not cheap like when there are no prices listed on a menu. <laughs> I mean, I mean you owe, you, you're going to pay a bunch of money at that point. Can I get it on Amazon Prime or is that... Uh, I'll look it up later. I... I bet you can. I bet someone is selling something called Breatharian Water on Amazon Prime as we speak. Free shipping. But that's not the only product we get. Also in 2003, you can order the Ultimate Meditation Workshop. Extreme Meditation. Extreme. This is a four-hour workshop on two VHS tapes, <laughs> and it's only $150. Oh, fuck. I only have a laser disc player. Oh, that's, Shit, that's not going to work. That's no good. The yeah, the problem is the light frequencies aren't right from the laser <laughs> disc. It's going to hit you right in the eye. That's it's going to be terrible. Yeah. At the end of 2003, this is when Wiley Brooks begins his descent off the deep end. <laughs> And here's a bit of evidence for that. Quote, My I amness at higher levels transcends the confines of human perception that limits the holy of holies to a personality associated with only one philosophy. Ab soul luteness of being transcends all limited belief systems. I amness Buddha Christ emanates light that shines brighter than the rays of the most brilliant sun. My ancient teachings persevere as written in oral sacred scriptures. Throughout time, I have cloaked my I amness in many guises. Nevertheless, that which was given to early humans remains of paramount importance. I am that I am, keeper of the immaculate ray, the flame of life. My I amness intercepts and in interprets divine light for developing star systems. I am that which covers earth with a cloak of brilliant light. I am essence of one, sometimes known as the immaculate brother of heavenly lights. I greet you from the Pleiades. I greet you from Earth. I greet you from Arcturus and distant Andromeda galaxy. My amnesty is contained in all things. That which is one is indeed one and forever. I have embodied upon Earth many times in many forms to establish the simple dynamics of unconditional love as divine law on Earth. 
Okay, sir, thank you for that. So, did you want fries and Coke with your quarter pounder? Or <laughs> I just envisioned him say that at the drive thru. My Iamnes does want fries and Coke with <laughs> that quarter pounder. Iamnes. And it better be a Diet Coke. <laughs> All right, so at this point, at the end of 2003, the website kind of goes offline for a few years. Yeah. But then it comes back strong in 2006. So, like Crystal Healing website strong or. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Crystal Healing website strong. <laughs> I'd say stronger, to okay. be perfectly honest. <laughs> And this is when Brooks starts talking about his kind of final story about the fifth dimensional earth and offering what he calls initiation seminars. When you make a decision to seek ascension, the fifth dimensional world, your bodies get the message and start converting from the internal production of energy, food converted into fuel by the mitochondria within our cells, to a system of free energy. Although you might continue eating, you'll find your bodies are no longer dependent on diet or nutrition for your sustenance. Virtually all of what you eat will be processed and expelled as waste. The initiation workshops will include everyday, user-friendly techniques and methods that must be learned, understood, and practiced in order to raise the frequencies of the physical body to the higher frequencies of the New Earth. Ooh, New Jerusalem? No. Oh, damn it. That, that's Sorry, a part of the on. New Earth. Yeah. It's like a cube on the New Earth. <laughs> Wiley does only private initiation workshops for those who are qualified. The process requires five days and four nights and a trip to Santa Fe, New Mexico. The cost starts at $5,000 per student. No refunds after solid commitment. (laughs) Jeez. Solid commitment. Solid commitment. (laughs) A solid commitment to no solid foods. I wonder if they have punch cards for like frequent attendees. Oh, I bet he did. I I bet he did. Oh, you know it. Give us a deal. Also, kind of a strange thing. For about a month in 2006, this website advertised something called the Ultimate Billionaire's Workshop, but there was no information about when or where this would take place or what the cost was. And I imagine the way this worked was that he was probably just, he sent that info directly to the billionaires and then just used the website to make us all jealous. (laughs) So the final mythology, Earth Prime. With free express shipping. So oh, that's, you gotta that's, have that's that. That's nice, yeah. Um, according to Brooks, there are three Earths. There's Earth Prime, there's Transition Earth, Fallback Earth. So, I mean, we could probably use Fallback Earth right about now, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I would feel a lot more comfortable if we had a Fallback <laughs> fall Earth, back. frankly. <laughs> so Earth Prime is entirely in the fifth dimension. All you need to know about being fifth dimensional is that it's rad as shit. <laughs> so it is a full member of the RA... Pleiadian Confederation, that's the Federation of Positive Planets of the Universe, and is in open and constant contact with the vast, eternal, and ever-living, ever-growing cosmos. Which is pretty sick, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, pretty, pretty good, actually. <laughs> so, people are meant to move to Earth Prime, which was expected to have 10% of the population of what you plebeians call, quote, Earth. But uh, while there are plenty of tourists and study groups, vacationers and part-time residents who come and go, it only has a population of 0.001% of Earth. What is going on? It seems so cool. Why aren't people moving there immediately? (laughs) So for one thing, the opportunity for residents on Earth Prime has not been widely advertised. You know, that's fair. I, 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 I I didn't learn about it until just now. I think Amazon Prime has actually distracted people from this. It's confusing. Yeah, no yeah. one's who cares about Earth Prime when no. I can, you know, get my toilet paper delivered to my house in two days. Right. <laughs> I have talked about that too much today. Okay. Earth, Transition Earth, as the name implies, is how you get from, quote, Earth to Earth Prime. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Its base level vib- vibrational is 3.85 and fluctuating with potential variables from 2.85 to 4.15. And yes, that is a direct <laughs> quote. And no, there aren't units. They're literally just <laughs> numbers. So I don't know. <laughs> the rawest of raw data. It's just, yeah, so, it's just so pure rough. data. It's just, just pure numbers at this me, point. Yeah, it's just the flesh. All right. So fallback Earth or quote Earth is only 3D. Yeah, bummer. So that's a bummer. Sucks. Yeah. And you need a cardboard glasses to see it, unfortunately, which just sucks. But that's Yeah, funny. we're <laughs> the glasses I have on, I can only see 2D Earth. It's even worse. It's, I'm, I'm living in the basement of fallback Earth. It's only got vibrationals or whatever from 2.10 to 3.25. Again, no units. Good. I'm fucking sick of the tyranny of units. Make numbers meaningless again. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Brooke, Brooks is on to something here. Yeah, I think so. He's ahead of his time. All right. And continuing on with the final 
mythology, the final theory, philosophy of Brooksian breatharianism is the five five D <laughs> magic words. Jesus. To be clear, that's what he's calling them. I'm not making fun of him. Right. These are the five magical five D words. That's his <laughs> words. The words are. And I'm not hundred percent sure if this is going to be pronounced correctly. Yeah, I I have no idea. Jot, Niranjan, Omkar, Rarankar, Sohong, and Satnam. Satnam. That's one of my favorite Thai dishes. Ooh, what is it? I don't know. I think it's not. I, that's not. That's a joke. Oh, it's a, <laughs> I was getting I excited. It's like, oh man, I'm going to learn a new dish. It's one of the five. Right, so so Wiley gives you the five magic words. What are you supposed to do with these? Well, you're supposed to meditate on these words in this exact order for 30 minutes a day to start Jeez. increasing to two hours a day as soon as you can. <laughs> There is also, strangely enough, an eating regiment after this meditation. Oh, I didn't see that coming. And it is indeed strange. <laughs> I want everyone to buckle in. Think about Wiley's past and the kinds of foods he ate mm. before he got outed as a filthy, dirty eater back mm -hmm. in the 80s. 30 minutes to an hour after meditating, drink either a 20-ounce or one-liter bottle of Diet Coke, and it must be in the plastic <laughs> bottle. Obviously. And then you also eat a double quarter pounder with cheese meal at McDonald's only. Okay. Don't go to Burger King, don't go to Wendy's or Carl's Jr. <sighs> or Hardee's if you're on the East Coast. You have to go to McDonald's. <laughs> he also provides a phone number to call if you need any help with this. <laughs> he says to call after 9 p.m. Arizona time. God, I really, really want this number. I want to call it. Honestly, it. he's had like 15 other numbers uh, since then, so I'm yeah. not sure how effective it would be. Sure. But, you know, we could call it, and if we don't get through, he actually, he has a recommendation. He says, just meditate on the five magic words for a few oh. minutes and call again. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now you might be thinking, okay, what the what is up with the McDonald's <laughs> and Diet Coke? This just, I cannot find a clean transition for this. It's wow. just one day disappears. Huh. But there is a Q&A. To help you understand. Oh, good. We've been talking, you already know the 5D, the 3D, all that stuff. Yeah. So it turns out that we're from the 5D world. That's where we belong. Okay. That's our natural home. The 3D world is like Las Vegas. Oh. It's full of glittery, kind of bad for us, sights, sounds, and tastes that us 5Ders love to indulge mm -hmm. in. The problem, though, is that we got too addicted to the 3D stuff. As Brooke says, everybody got rape up in the 3D fads and sensations. <laughs> Is that a typo? Honestly, who knows at this point? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that is exactly what he said. Now, eventually we became so addicted that we got stuck on stupid old 3D uh. Earth. Kind, we're, so, we're the equivalent of a guy who blows all his money in Vegas, and then he has to start working at McDonald's there to sell burgers to Wiley Brooks. <laughs> now, so how do we get out? How do we escape? We've been eating these 3D foods, living 3D stupid lives. No. Well, obviously... We got to start eating the 5D foods again. So food from five guys? Is that? No, count? no, no, okay. no. That's a trick. Oh, that's a God 3D Illuminati it, trick. Right. <laughs> now, you might be thinking, so 3D is bad. So obviously the 5D foods are going to be fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. But you would be an idiot <laughs> if you thought that. Or as Brooks puts it, duh. Do I really need to say more? Yes, you do. I'm, I'm really confused. All right. Well, there is more. Okay. He, he's, he's nice to us here. So as far as I can tell... Brooks's answer boils down to this. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> That's now, in case you don't solid. believe me, I present the rest of the answer in full. <laughs> Would you believe a double quarter with cheese and Diet Coke could possibly be 5D based? The frequencies of a substance in dictated by a component part. In other words, the sum total frequencies of all its parts equal the base frequency of that item. Since I'm starting to have fun asking the questions for a change, let me ask you a few more. Do you know the base frequency of the double quarter pounder with cheese meal for McDonald's and Diet Coke? Do you know the base frequency of the five magic words I gave you? Do you know the base frequency of any words and thoughts and foods? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The was God or something like that. I'll get the correct quote in time. The secret in the Diet Coke is the liquid light. Duh. The type of plastic and quantity of it combined with the Diet Coke equals the base frequency of its liquid light. I know that was a long answer, but what can I say? All I can say is wow. And so again, as far as I can tell, Brooks is better than us. So Brooks can tell what the 5D foods are. Yeah. As far as I can tell, he just knows we're stupid. Yeah. But there is a benefit here because while you're eating the McDonald's, you'll be saving money for the initiation seminars, which are now $200,000. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm sorry. Did I say 200000 Yeah. So um, that was 2006. So by 2007, they're $10 million. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Wait a minute, because that was a special deal. Because by 2008, will be 25 million. Jesus. But luckily, he will consider payment plans. <laughs> consider. Oh wow. So only $250 a month for 8,333 years. That's not bad, really. Yeah, and you'll probably be yeah. living forever. Yeah, so that's true. So you got the time. That's 250. Yeah, that's nothing. So what's going on after 2009, you may ask? Yeah, because this is kind of, at this point, from 2009 to around, I think the website went down in 2016, mm-hmm. it's basically the same stuff mm. with a few minor variations, which Brent will talk about right now. Yeah, Breatharians now have a required blood type. No, it's not A or B or whatever, but gold, platinum, iridium, palladium, osmium, but no rose gold. Ooh, no so, rose gold. That sucks. Also, you're multidimensional. You're welcome. So it turns out Brooks combines souls with Kathumi Shohan of the Golden Ray of Love and Wisdom. Which is pretty cool. And all you yeah. have to do, he shows you two pictures of himself on the website, which are identical. And all you have to do is check the difference in energy between the two <laughs> identical photos. And you'll tell he's definitely combined souls with Kathumi Chohan of the Golden Ray of Love and Wisdom. So around this time, Brooks offers, quote, immortality workshops so for it's only it's only one million dollars yeah and i think only is correct because one it's immortality which yeah is that's true it's a good deal but also i mean his other workshops were 25 million dollars or so yeah, this, this, this is quite the steal so he also clarifies that the payment methods he will accept um which will uh so the method is singular here so we can wire you can wire him money that's it that's all you can do so yeah. <laughs> no uh you know no visa nothing no no, no paypal, PayPal. yeah no 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 not, checks Traveler's checks. Exactly. No gold. So just to his account, whose info is on his website. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> it kind of blew my idea. I had to reread it, but literally his account and routing info. Wow. That is, is on the website. Impressive. <laughs> uh, luckily, he quickly turned that down and I will not be repeating uh, that information. I have no idea if it's still active, but for his privacy, I'm not going to go ahead and do that. So his breatharian water has been rebranded as Elixir of the Gods. Frankly, a way better name. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. So only take one tablespoon at a time or three tablespoons in a day. Um, so take alone or... You know, you could take it with a Diet Coke, depending on how you're feeling. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, chasing water with Diet Coke, it just seems, that seems normal. So Brooks was homeless for about a week and a half at the end of 2010. And this is according to his blog. Oh, okay. I mean, one thing about, so he, you know, again, he got, it it sounds like he got the help he needed. He was able to, you know, again, I don't know how serious this is. It's hard to tell how much of this is real Mm -hmm. because really, I mean, the one thing with Wiley Brooks is when you see videos of him, he seems like a fairly well put together guy. Yeah. Obviously, these ideas are fantastical, Mm -hmm. but there's a marked distinction between the personality of the website. The website is like Time Cube. If you've ever seen Time Cube, look that up. And just looking at the website, you think this man must have just a serious mental illness. But then you see interviews of him around this time, and he seems, you know, like he's not mentally ill. He just seems he has some bizarre ideas. Yeah. Um, But, you know, when I heard about this homelessness, I thought maybe he could lower the now $1 billion price tag for the immortality Mm. workshop. You know, maybe, you know, increase the demand. You know, you got to lower the price. So that might help him there. At least offer like a promo code, just something. Yeah. So he also went through something he calls the, quote, trial by fire, which involved first and second degree burns all across his body. So it's very unclear what happened to him here. Uh, This was around 2009. He's got pictures of various parts of his body on the website, which are supposed to show the burns, I guess. It's kind of gnarly looking, but it doesn't look burned. You know, I'm not a burn doctor or anything like that. There's definitely a picture of his junk. I mean, it's in it's I should that's. That's wrong. <laughs> There's a picture directed towards his junk. He's wearing right. underwear, but he's showing you his inner thigh area. Ah. Not 100% sure what role these pictures are playing, though. Huh. So these are the only real new developments. Yeah, he does. So he gets into some chemtrail stuff, some Illuminati stuff. He's also Jesus. Yeah, okay. uh, but that's always that's always the end game. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you might ask, where where is Wiley now? Well, so the last interview he gave was in 2014 for with Vice of all of all folks, which you can find online. And the website itself went offline in 2016 or so. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Wiley Brooks might be dead. Actually, Jeez. there was one website I found which seemed to imply as such, yeah. but I couldn't really find any information. I couldn't find an obituary, at least one that I could confirm was Breatharian Wiley Brooks. So we don't know. 
we don't know where he is. His website is down. And I implore the listeners, if they have any information. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, tell us. And, you know, with that, that is the life of Wiley Brooks, father of breatharianism. Father, yeah. So, Brent, what did you learn in this episode? What intrigued you most? Um, I tell you, it's it's he's all over the place and it's interesting. Um, seeing images of him, you're right, though, in video, he's very he does seem just like a guy that's, you know, just got some kind of strange beliefs. But he's very he looks like I mean, he's very skinny, yep. tall, lanky guy. Um, he looks healthy. Yeah, he looks healthy. Um I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, I I understand like I fasted before, like I get the whole fasting thing. Um, not like literally not eating. That's like yeah. a bit much. But yeah, I mean, fasting, there is there is definitely benefits. I definitely would say like I did the whole like um, Ramadan thing just just to do it. I'm not like a Muslim or anything, but I did it just to just see if I could do it. And I did it. And yeah, it. I mean, you get you get clarity of mind. You kind of and, and it's kind of like a drug. You just get kind of yeah. like. Yeah, it's really cool, actually. But, but you know, when you lose a lot of weight and you feel good, it's kind of meditative. But, um, yeah, other than that, I don't know, though. The di- this the thing with the Diet Cokes and the cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, I just I... don't. <laughs> it's very, I mean, it's like very unhealthy food. Like, just like, wow. Yeah, he went all the way. And I, the I way. wonder <laughs> if it's just from, I wonder if it's just he had to justify it to himself. Right, right. He's, yeah. You know, I, I understand. I've eaten in my life. You know, I don't eat them anymore. I've eaten mm-hmm. many quarter pounders. At yeah. McDonald's, uh, not a Diet Coke man, many lemonades. Mm-hmm. I get the appeal, and it is kind of addicting in a way. I think I, I don't think that's too far from the truth. No, so I wonder if just eventually, especially after his downfall in the eighties, if he had to just he needed to find a way to justify what he was doing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this is just the beginning, right? Of this. Yeah. Series. This is so just the beginning. Going. So mm-hmm. we're gonna. We're going to actually go back now, you know, uh, taking it all the way up to 2016 or so. We're going to go back to around 2007, which is when we get the real kind of hardcore businesswoman to really take breatharianism to the next level. Yes. Next week, we'll be talking about Jas Mahoon, I believe her name is pronounced, or Ellen Greaves, as she was born as. But yep, that will be for next week. So... That's all we have for today. So you can find us at Twitter at NDCIO on Reddit, none dare call ordinary. You can find our website, none dare call it ordinary.com. You can even send us an email, none dare call it ordinary at gmail.com. Let us know what we got right. Let us know what we got wrong. And let us know if you have access to information about where Wiley Brooks is now. If you know or have access to his appearance on That's Incredible or his appearance on Late Night with David Letterman, we would love to see that stuff and we would love yeah. to know as much because for me i think for me actually it was his life that i was most That's interested was in. i was yeah. really yeah. doing all the research i just wanted a full chronology i really want to know about him in the air force i want to know if he was working with Jimi hendrix because that's right. cool that's as hell like crazy yeah yeah so again we're out there talk to us yep. let us know what you liked what we got wrong and with that we are done, done.